This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to another edition of Changing Perspectives. Today, I want to continue in the vein of letting go. Letting go, and let us call it letting go part two. One of the things that I realized with this particular talk is that it is something that is so, so important, not just for our physical health, but also for our mental health. You know, Within our lives, we need to be so careful that we don't just keep things in our hearts, bottled up in our hearts and bottled up in our spirits because it becomes like a knot. And the more we don't want to let go, the tighter the knot becomes. Have you ever tightened a shoe, a tacky, and... Have you ever tightened it so much that the knot becomes so, so difficult to undo? And I remember as a child, the knots that I created as a child was very difficult for me to untie. But whenever I would go to my parents, they would be able to untie it, which speaks of capacity and speaks of experience and speaks of enablement and that is really just the picture that I have about God when it comes to forgiveness is that sometimes we think that we have created such a bad knot within our lives we think that we have created something that is that we can't undo that we can't take away and become better in But here's the thing, God is like our parents. When we don't have the capacity, he comes to you and he unties the very thing with ease that we could not do. But here's the secret. If as a child you don't allow your parent to help you while you are struggling, you will take so much longer. But when you allow God in, forgiveness becomes so much easier. You see, ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness is something that brings hope. It brings clarity. It brings understanding. It brings a peace that surpasses all understanding. And this is the thing that I realized within my life is that I cannot live in a place where I do not understand the power of forgiveness. Should I be in a place where I think that everything is only dependent on me and how I feel, I begin to live a very selfish life. I begin to live a life that is based on me becoming someone that is actually not nice. I have had to learn over the years. I actually had a conversation with people recently and one of the things that came up and the person was actually laughing at me. And I said, no, I experienced this and I experienced that. 
growing up and these were the things that were do that was done and the person looked at me with big eyes and I said to them but you know what there was something I don't know what it was but there was something something present and I want to believe that it, 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 it was God from a very young age that never allowed me to keep things badly within my heart and within my spirit. I remember as a child, people would do things, um, people would say things, um, things were, were being said about me at school and my mother would always be my most fierce defender and she would go to school. The next day I go again to those same children that did something to me and I treated it like it, there was nothing and my mom would always say to me, but why, why, why do you choose to put yourself in a place of hurt? Why do you choose to put yourself in a place where people hurt you? And I never, I never saw things in that way because for me it was, you hurt me today, tomorrow we're friends. And I had to start to learn that as well as an adult is that even though people come out and they do things, I would always want to go back the next day and be okay with the people. But what I realized is that even the person who hurts you sometimes cannot love past that because they it's almost like they cannot forgive themselves for what they are doing or they don't know why they are doing what they are doing. And this is really one of the reasons I believe, ladies and gentlemen, is one of our biggest problems in the church, in families, in communities, you find that there's always someone that wants to be reconciled someone that wants to do more and become better and then on the other hand you find the other person you say you forgive but you don't forgive uh, I want to just touch on this a little bit is that you can't say that you forgive someone but you can't walk past them or you can't greet them or you are turning the other way when you see them. Now, I do understand that there are moments when you may be hurt, and I acknowledge that people can hurt you. But do not give people the power over you by not letting go. Do not give them the power of over you by not allowing the Spirit of God to work through you. There are people that haven't spoken 14 years, 20 years, 2 years, a year. And they literally cannot be in each other's presence. I know that there are awkward situations where you are trying to reconcile. But yet, here's the thing about forgiveness. You need to force yourself to forgive. Because we are human. There are tendencies that we have that we cannot say that, oh, it's just going to go away. It's not a magic wand 
that you just, that you just, just swing over something and the situation is better. There are feelings involved. There are things involved where you have been hurt. The other person may be hurt. Forgiveness is not something that you can just leave. Forgiveness is something that you need to work together. And you need to be deliberate about your forgiveness. If you are not going to be deliberate, then you're always going to make excuses that that is not me. You are always going to make excuses that I don't feel that way. I was thinking about something the other day where we start to make excuses and we say, but I can't let them go. I can't forgive because based on this, this is what they did to me. And yet we forget about all the things that we do to God. We break promises. We don't pray when we, when we told him we're going to pray. We don't read our Bible when we're supposed to read our Bible. We, when God speaks to you about certain things and he says, give this away or do that or do, we don't always do that. There are moments in our lives where we don't do what we are supposed to do for God. And yet the Bible reminds us of the love of God and how God constantly forgives us in each and every situation. Why is it so easy for us to receive forgiveness, but it's so difficult for us to give it? Why do we have such a victim mentality that everybody always does something against us? Now, I'm going to say these words again because it is something that is very real to me. That we should be in a place where we are more focused on what we do to others than what others do to us. We are, instead, we are so focused on what others do to us and we forget what we do to other people. Forgiveness is one of the greatest lessons and it is one of the greatest jewels that we can have as individuals when we get it right. If there could be more forgiveness in this world, families wouldn't be destroyed the way they are. Marriages would be, would be able to last. Friendships would endure longer. If there would be more forgiveness, there would be less, less wars in this world. We live a life that is very immature in our thinking, where we think that relationships consist of this beautiful, beautiful experience that you have all the time, where nobody says nothing wrong to anybody. We are always going to rough up each other's feathers. But sometimes you are just going to be around people that's going to say things that you don't appreciate. And you're going to say things to people that they don't appreciate. But at the end of the day, it is the messy relationships that last the longest. 
you cannot be in a relationship that is so conservative, so refined, and so plastic. You need to be in a place where you can be real. Yes, you have been, you must be able to say, yes, I've been in this relationship and we fought and we forgave each other and we do this and we do. People don't speak like that anymore. I remember growing up and hearing stories where of friendships and relationships where people were saying we went through through thick and thin and that often meant that there was a ruffling of feathers. But today we give up on each other so quickly based on a biscuit. And yes, I actually want to laugh when I say that because it's true. Relationships don't withstand the storm anymore because our feathers are ruffled by a biscuit you didn't want to give me. Our feathers are ruffled by a look that someone gave you, not understanding what they found themselves in at that time. Ladies and gentlemen, we need forgiving hearts because forgiveness is going to heal us and heal us completely. Forgiveness is the one thing that will make us so much better. But we need to give it entrance. I said to you in the beginning that when you are a child and you make this knot where you're trying to tie your shoelace and you make this knot that you just can't get rid of, you go to your parent and your parent unties the knot. Isn't it time to take that knot to God and allow Him to untie the knot? It is up to Him to help you to become better. But it is also up to you to go to Him. It is important that we live lives of forgiveness and not vengeance. Because here's the thing, vengeance actually does not belong to you. Vengeance belongs to God. And I often wonder why the Bible says that. The Bible says that because only He is true and just to just to judge a situation. Ladies and gentlemen, let us just accept that our judgment is off when it comes to people. We are not able to judge situations properly. Instead, what we do is we judge situations according to our own favor. And that is why it is better for judgment and vengeance to belong to God because He's not an unjust God. The sun shines upon the righteous and the unrighteous. Doesn't matter what someone has done to you. It is time to take that knot, give it to the Father, and let him untie it. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I speak life. I pray, O God, that scales will fall from the eyes of your people. I pray, O God, that hearts will become flesh again. I pray, O oh God, that the shackles that have been walked in because of unforgiveness 
it is broken today. Father, I pray for a new atmosphere to come upon your people, whether it is forgiveness among spouses, forgiveness among parent and child, family members, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, whether it is friends, whatever, maybe even neighbors. It could be a boss at work. It could be a colleague at work. I ask today in the name of Jesus, flow through this broadcast and let the healing of God come on each and every person hearing the sound of my voice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Changing Perspectives. We will be back next week. For now, take care, God bless, and untie that knot. We're more than conquerors, for we are loved. Hey, come on, because we age. We've always been around
story too. Maybe your testimony. I feel your glory coming. It is already here. As for all the people paid for by the blood of Jesus, for you to enjoy it, for you to dance it, bring the horns. And he 